and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. Today, once again, I am joined by someone who is probably the most frequent guest. I think you've won now, Jenny. You think? I think so. Joining us today is Jenny Toms. Jenny is the treasurer for James City County. Welcome, Jenny. Thank you, Renee. Thanks for having me again. Yes. I, you know, it is a goal in life to beat Adam at anything. Oh, I think. Oh, and you have easily. <laughs> so, psh. so it is that time of year again yes ma'am and as always we thought the best way to help people know and to understand more about our tax process would be to have you on and you are the expert and I'm going to let you take it away okay so as most of our citizens know or should know by now the tax bills have been mailed out Um, our next tax due date is June 5th which I believe is a Monday Um, At this point, if citizens don't have their invoices, they should go ahead and give us a call, both personal property and real estate. Um, Of course, the mail these days, things get lost, that type of thing. Um, So we just want to make sure everybody has them. You can also set set up a pay list, set up paperless. Uh Um, So that's that's something you can do on the on the uh, website, which would help with, you know, not having to deal with the mail or worry about the mail. Sure. Sure. So now you've said that if you, you should have received a bill and if you haven't already, you need to call. Well, what if you just don't get a bill and you're too busy to make the phone call? Are the taxes still due? The taxes are always due. Okay. Um, but like I said, all of the information is available on the internet. So okay. um, you can get to your tax bill that way and pay it that way. There is a 2.95% convenience fee if you pay with credit card or debit card. Um, and that fee is charged by our vendor. So that is not money that comes into the James City County coffers at all. It goes directly into their bank account. Um, but we also have a free option. You can pay with e-check and that doesn't that is at no cost to the citizen. Okay. So there's still an option to pay online um, without having to incur that cost. Um, additionally, if you register an account on the account on the website, then you can start to build a history of your payment so that you can use that for your taxes. You can um, put all of your tax accounts in one place so you can see them all together. Um, you can even attach your recycling bill so that it's all in one place at the same time. Okay. Now, Jenny, I have all of these questions that I remember. And it, every, every time we do this, I know yes. we're going to hear them somewhere on social media or out in the public, why do I, I have three vehicles mm-hmm. and I sometimes, or I not sometimes, I always get three different bills. Wouldn't it be easier if you just put them all in one envelope? Yes, it would. But <laughs> um, you have to think about it in the government mindset in that I do not want to send a tax bill to somebody that does not belong to them. So if you've registered a vehicle in just your name, you're going to get a bill. If you registered it in your name and Tony's name, you're going to get a separate bill because Tony is my husband. Five people. (laughs) Tony is my husband for viewers. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then if if Tony has anything in just his name, then also he would get a separate bill as well. So we're looking at it as a as three different entities. Okay. And And unfortunately, we can't we can't do those um, together. But you can sign up for paperless. And, and put all of those accounts in one place on your registered account. So that, that would help with that. Absolutely. Okay. And then speaking of mail that's in the mailbox, there's yet another piece of mail that deals with real estate taxes. And yes, I don't think that we write the check each time for our real estate taxes. Can you explain how that gets paid? 
Yes, ma'am. So um, a couple of years ago, we did make the decision to send tax bills to everybody for their real estate taxes. The reason we did that was because um, we just couldn't keep up. We couldn't keep up with keeping track of the mortgage companies, the, the mortgages that are paid off, the new mortgages, the refinances, the buying and the selling. Um, so it, it was it was labor intensive for us to get that information. We'd get it late and you know by then the mortgage has been sold by somebody so we just made the decision that we would send tax bills to everybody and if you have an escrow account we also have a third party vendor that is working with the mortgage companies for those payments so they're doing all that stuff in the background electronically and you can simply just hold that tax bill for your um, end of the year taxing tax filing that you need um, for your deductions at okay. the federal level that makes sense. Well, and then I think the last of our most popularly asked questions, mm -hmm. me, why do I have to send my check to some bank or some Dropbox in Boston, Mass. Boston, Massachusetts? I knew Boston. that it was somewhere. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So we use a service that's called Lockbox and that service um, is, is provided by our bank. They will take every check that they receive in the mail that day and run it through a system and line everything up for us and just send us a file for those checks. So prior to using a lockbox, we were processing every payment here in the office by hand manually. So everything else stopped and everybody in the office just processed mail. And it took us a couple of weeks to catch up. Um, lots of issues with that people get very worried that their that their tax payment didn't make it here that the that it got lost in the mail um and this time of year we're bumping up against the end of the fiscal year so we have to get all of those payments processed and in the system before before the end of the year so using a lockbox makes it much more efficient um our we bank with a local bank we bank with town bank town bank does not have their own lockbox location. So they they um, use a third party vendor themselves. And to my knowledge, the last time I checked, there is not a lockbox service in the state of Virginia. So anybody that's using a lockbox is using something outside of the state. Um, and lockbox are very, very um, normal. That's what your credit cards are going to. A lot of your doctor bills are going there. Um, so it, it's it's the new way to get payments processed more quickly. Okay. Well, that makes that easier to understand. Thank you. Well, and I think you had the idea of us doing something a little differently on the podcast than what we normally do. Mm -hmm. And it makes me go back to the days of Schoolhouse Rock yes. and how a bill becomes a law. Right. And so unfortunately, I'm putting you on the spot. You don't have to sing. Okay. okay. So I know that you're prepared, but I'm not going to tell you that you have to I do appreciate that. Sing. And everybody yeah. that listens appreciates that. Okay, but um, this time in six months, we'll we'll right. music. <laughs> Anyhow, explain to us. There are lots of different organ or bleh, there are lots of different departments involved. Yes, how do taxes happen here? So in James City County and and in the state of Virginia, your board of supervisors or your city council sets the tax rates. Okay. So the eighty three cents per hundred for your real estate and the um, four percent on personal property. Those rates are set by your board of supervisors every year. Then we have the commissioner of revenue. And his job is to assess your personal property. So he uses the NADA value or NADA. Different people pronounce it different ways. Um, the NADA value to value each vehicle. And it's and what the value. Is, sorry, what is NADA? 
It is the National Auto Dealer Association. Okay. It's the Blue Book. The Blue Book. Gotcha. Yes, okay. Um, so they um, use that. They use the value in that book as of January 1st to assess all the vehicles for the year. Um, so they are you know, figuring out what a vehicle is worth based on the VIN number, that type of thing. Okay. Then they create the invoice and apply the tax rate to it. And it comes over to us for collections. Okay. So it's a, it's a check and balance of your government so that you don't have the same person setting the rate, setting your assessment and collecting from you. Um, so that's the security that it pro provides for the citizens. Okay. Okay. To make personal property a little more difficult. Um, I want to sometime in the late nineties, um, a governor passed the no more personal property tax mm -hmm. um, act. Right. And the intention was to get rid of personal property tax completely and for the state to um, fund the city, the counties, that amount of money um, that didn't go full. That didn't happen fully. Mm -hmm. um, so the way that the program works now is each locality gets a lump sum every year. And that lump sum is put towards everybody's tax bill based on the total number of vehicles, the value of vehicles, that kind of thing. Okay. So James City gets about $9 million for it. And Richard, our commissioner of revenue, has to um, do some calculations. I'm sure they're, I can't imagine trying to do it, but he uses, you know, trends and that kind of thing to, to figure out the percentage that each person will get relief for. Okay. So for this year, the personal property tax relief is 32% of the first 20,000. Okay. So if you have a vehicle worth $30,000, you are only getting the relief on the first 20,000. Um, so that's how the program works because it's a lump sum each year, that percentage has gone down just a little bit more. Um, and it, I'm sure it will continue, continue that downward trend. Okay. Um, the other thing to talk about this year is a lot of people are seeing their tax bills actually go up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that, that occurred because last year, I'm sure everybody remembers that the value of used vehicles skyrocketed. I want to say it was like 30, up 30% 30 from the year before, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. um, so the board decided that instead of using 100% of the native value, the blue book value of your vehicle, they, allow, they had the commissioner use 75% okay. to try to alleviate most of that, in, that unusual increase. So this year we're back to the 100%. Mm -hmm. um, and depending upon your vehicle and the value of it and whether it depreciates quickly or not, you may see a small increase in the tax from last year. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Now, so we've talked about personal property tax, and that also includes things like boats, which I still do not own one. I don't know what's up with that. I'm going to send Tony a sternly worded email. Please do. Please do. Say, where is Renee's boat? Right. Um, and But also trailers, motorhomes, yes. things like that. Pretty much anything that you would register at DMV. Okay as well as boats. But okay. if you think about it with a boat, you typically are registering a trailer okay. to pull True. that boat. So um, anything that you register at DMV um, would be would be personal property. Okay. Um, real estate obviously is your actual piece of property that's assessed by our real estate assessor's office, okay. um, but it's the same concept. They assess it and then apply the tax rate to it and we collect that amount. Okay. And they do reassessments. They don't do reassessments every month, right? It's no, once it's it's once every other year. So it's okay. 
it's twice um two every two years okay for real estate okay. mm -hmm. and, and those the vehicles, like I said those are as of January 1st of the year okay all right well that makes sense and so I think next time I would like some singing maybe some cartoons okay you know that all we right. could have we'll see if I could come up with some stick figures <laughs> to dance around <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> we would win awards. I we mean, would. there would be awards we for that. We could do a flip chart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. Everybody be sure to tune in next fall. It's right. going to be awesome. Because the taxes are coming. <laughs> oh, Jenny, you are so great with this. Is there anything else that we need to know before we start to wrap up? Um, I can't think of anything. Um, I, I really encourage people to get out there and register your tax accounts. Mm -hmm. It does make it much easier. It's much more, um, you know, the, the mail is just overrun these days. They just, right. they just have so much that they're trying to get accomplished. So it gives you more of that um, control. And like I said, it puts everything in one place. You can just make one payment and you're done. And just remember that you don't have to pay that convenience fee. You can pay with an e-check and not incur the cost. So um, that's a real, that's a really good benefit. And it has proved to be very beneficial to a lot of people. A lot of people are using that. Absolutely. Is there a website that people can go to, to find out more information? It is the James City County website. Okay. And then on that, on the homepage, there's a button for online payments. Okay. Perfect. Easy. And it'll take you to take you right where you need to go. Of course, you can always come in and visit us. Mm -hmm. um, and we do have drop boxes as always, one out at the satellite office in Toano. And we have two here at Mounts Bay. We have one in the parking lot and one on the front of our building. Okay, perfect. And then one final question. Mm -hmm. Do the, if people are sending in checks or uh, any other way, do they have to be received by June 5th or is a postmark good? they have to be postmarked. So postmark okay. is fine. Um, and if someone really has an aversion to sending their payment to Boston, they can send it to our local address, which is okay. still PO box 8701 in Williamsburg 23187. Okay. Easy enough. Well, Jenny, as always, you do such a great job. Thank you so Thank much. You. I appreciate that. And I, you know, taxes are not fun, but we will nope. certainly help you through it in any way that we can. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And again, all the folks that you work with, they're so nice and they are. it's a great group of people. So. They are a great group. I do. I do enjoy working with them. And we have, you know, we have two groups. So um, we have the group out at the satellite as well, right. and they do a great job of, uh, it's a little known. Most people think that they are all DMV, but oh, they are okay. county stuff too. So, um, and we do DMV here, but we're more known for the county stuff. It's kind of, kind of funny, but they can, they can handle your tax, tax questions down there as well. Perfect. Well, wonderful. Well, Jenny, once again, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment to subscribe. That way you will be sure to never miss an episode and go online. We've redone our website a little bit. We're at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And on there, you're going to find all of our shows as well as a form where you can give us show ideas, comments. We would love to hear from you. So once again, thank you so much. And we will talk with you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.